welcome to Just Checking In, a podcast like your virtual friend that quite literally just asks how you're doing and see what unravels there. I'm Marja Stani, your host. In this episode, we are wrapping up the third season, full circle to how we started it. If you all remember on my episode, I shared a lot about the multidimensionality of my being, my works, my life, and how embracing spirituality has been an integral part of everything. Today, we have someone who mirrors and embodies that way of living. I talked to Midori all the way from the States. She is a multidimensional art alchemist with a very distinctive process on her creative direction and photography. So let's go ahead and check in. I always like started with the guests introducing themselves, so... So I am Midori, um, formerly known as Lauren. I recently changed my name. And I am an artist. I also call myself an art alchemist, which is new. And that definition came about because I really think of art as magic and energy work. So really kind of leaning into that definition lately and thinking about how art can really be a portal for transformation, healing, and also just like opening up what's possible, bringing things into form that are just thoughts. And yeah, I just feel like thought, like bringing thoughts into form. I think that's really what art is. And I think that's what magic is. So mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm also my mediums are photography. I have my own studio that I call Sanctuary Studio. And that studio is centered around bringing a different approach to uh, the photography industry and leading with consent practices, mindfulness practices like breath work to ground people into their bodies, as well as just like an overall more holistic way to look at photography and capturing images. Yeah, and I'm based in the San Francisco Bay Area. I've been here for five years. Yeah, I'm really, really interested in creating relationships. I think that's like the biggest cornerstone of who I am now is connecting with people. And I feel like it's also something that we both have in common. I feel like you really value that too. So I think I've always just like felt very drawn to your work as well. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. I love that. We actually uh, met. Do you still remember how we how we met? How did we meet? I think that... It was just through Instagram. Like, I but, think it's just through the online community. Yeah, but do, do you remember, like, the first time we actually, like, connected with one another? Because mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> it was um, on Frances. Do I, am I uh, pronouncing her name correctly? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, the... Yeah, it was, like, this session that I, like, joined. It was, like, the three of us. And it was four in the morning in my... Like, during my time, but I, like, I really needed that, so... I think that that was um, the first time that we we met. We actually like connected with each that's other. That's right. Yeah, that was so cool. Too. I was like, that's when you know Marge is down when she wakes up at four in the morning to come to a healing session. If it was a healing <laughs> session for my friend um, Francis, who's like a sister to me, and mm-hmm. I think this it was around life visioning. This was yeah. way back in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's been yeah, a I was while. like me, you, and her. It was very yeah. intimate. 
yeah it was like a very intimate like session you know so and then, yeah I, I remember and then from there we we started like you know sliding to each other's like dms and stuff and it was like okay like i actually like been following her for a while already like her work i didn't know that it was you on the session because of the name i think it was like the name that you were using like online too but like well you know we'll, we'll tap on that like later on but yeah ever since then like midori and i whenever we hop on calls it's always just us talking about like connections and like relationships <laughs> and you know like art and stuff so i'm really um excited to get to know you a bit more when it comes like to the work you know like that you do because i remember the rest of the connection calls that we did is a lot about you know like me um asking about like your mentorship and stuff like that and like where i am in life so now i get to ask you questions um and as you know like with the podcast it's still just checking in i just want to check in like what's what's up like what's going on how are you oh my gosh I love this question I feel like we're just hanging out I don't think I can emphasize enough how much has shifted within the past year and I think that it's all kind of coming to just like accelerating I feel like with Scorpio season Scorpio being if you're into astrology all about transformation and death and rebirth and I think that's like it's been really interesting like learning about astrology because I feel like my whole like as I've gotten more knowledge on it I just get kind of activated to all of the seasons because like it's really about intention too it's like if you if you know that this season is about death and rebirth like there's that level of like even if you're not into astrology there's a level of like um having that intention and keeping that in mind that I think kind of manifests in your like real life (laughs) yeah I've been like really having some intense honestly like conversations with my ancestors and feel like I've been really activated to a new level of like my art and artistry and like what that means to me I grew up like not having access really to the arts and if it was it was very like oh that's a hobby you know like my parents were really about me going to business school and kind of following a really straight path and like you know just retiring with like a business job and like not really I just wasn't encouraged for me to like explore my creativity and so yeah I think now I'm like really realizing wow I can truly like step into the art artist that I want to be and I thought before like you know maybe even a couple or last year, I still was like, I realized like I've been kind of resistant to that idea because I think that I needed to be like more qualified and have like an arts degree or I don't know, like have some, yeah, have more experience in in like the institutions in order to be a legit artist. And Mm. I'm really like letting go of that. So, and I think that's just bringing a lot more creativity of like, wow, I can really create like any, any world that I want to. And I'm really interested in like bringing people, creating worlds that people can step into and like kind of differentiating that from like mentorship or coaching. Like I don't really think of myself as that because I think that's like a different paradigm. I think it's like that's so like service oriented. And I think that I'm really interested now in like creating the world and then letting people step into it. Yeah, (laughs) it's been a lot of changes. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a lot of changes. That's a lot for a how are you, you know, like question. <laughs> Yo, I don't go, sh- I don't, I don't scratch the surface. It's yeah. just funny. 
Yeah, you know, before you're diving, we're going there right away. Um, but I guess, like, I wanted to ask, like, how does your, I get like, your daily, you know, like, life looks like? I don't like that super mm-hmm. random, but, you know, we will go over the whole, like, you know, like, artist and all that stuff later on. But we're kind of just like, I want to know, like, how does your, you know, you wake up, like, I don't know, do you just, like, think about, like, all of this the whole day and crap? Honestly, and shit, every you know? day been deep, but my every day has been different lately because, um, I've kind of like stopped taking clients altogether, like mentorship wise. I was I was doing creativity mentorship and I was, you know, taking photography clients and I've put a pause on that. So I've just been um, I was in the process of moving. I just moved to a new spot in Berkeley with my mentor and as well as I just um yeah, I just like was going through all that stuff. So it was just like, you know, it's time for me to like take a rest. So mm-hmm. I've just been like resting for a couple of weeks um, and allowing myself to just like go with the flow. I have a part time job as well, working for um, a business coach, Shereen Sun. Mm-hmm. So I do that, eating really well, <laughs> cooking really well, sleeping a lot, resting, laying yeah. around, writing, yeah. um, going Super on long chill. Walks chill yeah i'm trying to yeah. chill right now yeah like, was that chill. did she did you go on like on a trip like you said you were away you know before this week or something or was it mm. i moved oh so yeah i actually moved my i was living in um oakland with francis mm. and then i moved here mm-hmm. um last week so i had to like i basically like yeah, I pared down all of my stuff just to fit, like, really into this room. So I, mm. I just gave away. I Marie condo the shit out of everything. <laughs> I don't know if I can I Marie condo everything. Right. Um, so, yeah, I have – I really cleared everything out. Like, I don't have very much stuff, which is mm. really great, actually. It feels yeah. really good. Yeah. Is it just me, but I actually, like, find cleaning therapeutic, or is it the same for you? Yeah. Totally. I feel like it's, like, meditative – yeah, like I, like I get in a zone, you know. Sometimes when I'm in my bad days, I just like okay, I need to like clean or something, like move. And I think it's also a lot about it's something that I can see the result like right away. I don't know, like something instant <laughs> that kind of feels good. So um, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for the marigondo <laughs> like stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, for this like connection call I guess like the podcast call I really want to talk a lot about I think I've mentioned to you it's kind of scattered but you know like I've been connecting with a lot of artists and creatives and I feel like this year especially during the pandemic a lot of our community or the collective has been talking a lot about care and rest and nourishment and that kind of just like got me you know like super curious about how does you know like people like us facilitate that or um you know navigate that in our life in our work and it's to me like that's something that I want to ask you and you know like other people too because if I'm going to be honest this type of dialogue is not something that we talk a lot about in you know, in the, I guess, like, in the artist circle, you know, prior, like, the pandemic, like, you go to an exhibit opening, or, like, an art fair, you meet, like, you go to a workshop or or something, it's not 
like something that we talk about people always just like talk about their breakthroughs and like what they're working on and you know what they you know they have coming up but now you know you talk to like a fellow artist and you're like how do you rest like so have you like taken a rest <laughs> like so yeah like that's something that I I want to um, want to know like your journey about but we can start with if you can share with me a little bit more about the background that you have um, in the industry before the work that. Sure. I, yeah, I went to business school. I got my bachelor's in marketing. Um, and then I was in, you know, corporate marketing for a while doing like events marketing, um, digital marketing for about, let's see. So that was like 2013 until 2015 and then I moved here yeah then I was still in marketing so another two years so I was there probably doing that for like four years and then I got really burnt out so this is actually a really good transition into the concept of rest I got really burnt out I was just working really long hours I was I had no boundaries so I was just like you know what Anytime anyone pinged me through email, I was answering it <laughs> like immediately. And then I, yeah, I got really burnt out and I decided to just take a trip to Mexico City with my friend. And while I was there, I was just like, wow, yeah, something needs to change. So when I got back, I decided that I was going to start. Well, up until then, I had just picked up a camera and was just like playing with it. And I just knew that there was like something there. There was something that I've like always... I've always been interested in photography growing up. Like I remember when I was young, I used to take photos of like the neighborhood kids and I would like put flowers in their hair. <laughs> I would like edit it like with a little digital camera, one of those like little point and shoots. Yeah. And so like I picked up a camera and like a couple months before I quit my job and I was just like, I could do this. Like it's not, it didn't feel hard. It felt really easy, which was like one of the first times I've had like a creative thing like that feel like that good. Like it just felt like it landed something landed in me and then yeah so I quit I, you know I quit my job I came back from Mexico and I was like dang I really think that I could just do this and say that I'm a photographer mm -hmm. so that's what I did I like, went on Instagram and said hey I'm a photographer and I'm like basically just started posting my work yeah and that's kind of like been the theme with my art practices it's just I just say that I'm that I am what I want to be yeah. And then we'll just start thinking, think, started thinking of me as a photographer mm -hmm. because I kept posting work. I kept, you know, doing photo shoots with people that I like off of these concepts that I just like thought of in my head. And then at a certain point, like people started paying me because I was just putting out so much work mm -hmm. and like, you know, I was sharing it with my community. And at that time I had also gotten, a, I was assisting in an artist and an abstract artist in San Francisco. And I got that job because I was just like, you know, I think that I need a someone in order to kind of understand the industry so I applied to it she's like a really well-known artist um her name's Heather Day and I applied on Instagram and she like I remember walking into her studio and being like this is like this is really legit like she was a legit ass artist and I was like wow this is really like inspiring and despite me not having any arts like not having an arts degree um she was like like she just really liked me because I was personable and I had like a marketing background. So I think there was that, that sort of like, I don't want to say professionalness, but just like that sort of background that was would have been helpful for her. So yeah, then I was assisting an artist. I was also driving Lyft. 
<laughs> and I was um, working at a catering business. So I was doing a lot of different things, but I was like really determined. I was like, I want to be an artist. Like, I don't even know what that means. So yeah, then I did that. And then that basically transitioned to me becoming working at a beauty company called Coco Kind. And mm -hmm. I worked my way up as a, from a marketing assistant to a creative director just by once again, <laughs> just saying that I did the things that I wanted to learn and just trying things out. And then I got burnt out of that job and then I ended up quitting and then um, starting Sanctuary Studio and just really leaning into the photography thing. So that's what led me here now. But mm -hmm. it's been like kind of just like me feeling it out, mm -hmm. saying I do the things that I want to do and just trying it and putting it out there. So wow. that's been a long <laughs> answer. But... <laughs> I love hearing it because like there's so many you know points that I kind of just like oh yes like me same you know like you know what I mean like and I think the part where you're like oh I want to do this I'm a photographer now and you know I'm doing this like do you like that's me literally like so you know when I'm like okay people are like what, what do you offer and I'm like oh I do this I do this I do that and all of that literally just started with me like okay I'm a writer. I don't know how to be a writer, but I'll figure it out when, you know, when I start it. Or I'm, I'm this, I'm a social media manager. I'm not really sure, you know, like the terms and stuff, but I'll just like start doing it if it works out and then I'll learn. So I really like totally. <laughs> I totally feel that from you too. I think just going, you're yeah. such like a well-rounded creative person. Like you do writing, but you also have like, there's just so many things that you're offering. And it, it's just, it really is just saying that you do it and learning. Like you have to just start. Yeah, and I for sure. Like, I don't know. I think it's also like an Aries thing. I know you have an Aries moon. Aries moon. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're just really yeah. We just yeah. It um, just you know. <laughs> I get bored a lot, like um, easily, yeah. and I have like this thing that I need to have not an obsession, but like I need something. So like, even the podcast, right? So like I was doing all these things, but then it gets to a point where you kind of get bored of it like there's you know um and then you're like I need something new like a new medium oh yeah everyone's you know like doing podcasts for a while now let me like do that that's why like even this doesn't even have you know a proper format like I just I don't I don't want to like you know be stuck in that structure you know kind of thing because then it limits the way that I play and you know mm -hmm. how I do my work so you know people are like oh so you're you you're hosting now like people would like dm me and be like oh I want you to host like this live or I want like this and I'm like oh I guess I'm a podcaster <laughs> it really just like started with, with me as my excuse to catch up with friends because you know it's hard to like set up zoom calls you know because life happens but when they're like oh, okay let, let's set up a podcast like call I'm like sure good <laughs> um but yeah I want to ask because how long has it been since you kind of um you know explored the photography department mm. right now oh yeah when did I start I think I started in 20 like 2017 so it's been mm. like only five years Mm -hmm. And um, would you say during the time that you were working in a digital marketing, you were not, you know, like that was something, you know, that was not in your life at that time, if that makes sense, like not a hobby? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I've always like taken a lot of photos on my phone and been really into that, but not necessarily with like the cameras and stuff. 
I will like I, I think I chose marketing because it was like the only thing that I was my parents would have accepted that was like quote unquote creative. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like the most creative option that I could do in business school. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah. But yeah, so like five years and then before that, yeah, I wasn't really at all. I I didn't even have a camera. Right. That's super interesting. So what draws I guess like what you know, drew you um, into that, like all of a sudden, and mm. what made you like stick to that and be like, oh yeah, like I'll try this one out. I think that it's always just well, hmm. oh that's why. So I moved in in 2017. I moved into a house with a friend that I had met from college, and she was just like so creative. Her name's Genevieve, and still like my, like a sister to me. She was like doing a lot of photography um, and just like creative photography she would just like hit up her friends organize shoots and like just have a lot of fun and I would always see her going out and like interacting she would also model so she would like be modeling a lot um, for her friends as well and it was just like this really cool community and like dynamic that was developing It, it originated from tumblr for her mm. just like the tumblr scene of like having a tumblr and wanting to take photos yeah. of your outfits and then that evolved you know into like just being generally interested in photography for her i saw her i was like wow that's like such a cool way to like meet people like just a cool way to express yourself so i was really inspired by her and literally one day i remember like just sitting around my house and I had this like vision pop in my head of I (laughs) there's a there's a museum in San Francisco called the D Young and they have a bathroom that has like mint colored tiles this like peppermint green tiles and I saw my friend I really wanted I was really into fashion photography so I was like I really wanted to shoot my friend standing in the bathroom in like a light pink fur coat it was such a random vision but I was like I need to like do this like I I just felt like this like neat like I just was like being magnetized towards like creating that so I I asked my friend Genevieve was like hey can I just borrow your camera and can you like come with me and like teach me how to to work it because I didn't even know how to take off a lens I didn't even know how to turn it on like I didn't know what the settings were so she came with me and she um she helped me shoot that first shoot so that was like the inception point and that, since then after that I was like okay I need to buy a camera so mm-hmm. after that I just kept having like all of these downloads of like it just kind of drops in my head of at that point of like the the vision that I want to create mm-hmm. um, and that's still kind of just the way that it is yeah I think it's really about like the person and talking to them now now and really having a connection with them but but back then it was all really just about like this vision that I saw that I wanted to create so right. I would just like humble the people and places to do that. Because I was gonna ask you how did you know like your understanding of photography or you know the craft or your work evolved from when you just started to where you are now? Like, did your purpose or your why of you know doing it like change at all? Yeah, totally. At first, it was very like um, aesthetics driven. It was very more about like what looked good and like about really fulfilling the vision that came through. And like, um, so yeah, I think like that was really fun. And obviously, like, I think a lot of photographers still like do that. But when I started to started Sanctuary Studio last year in October, I really wanted to play with the idea of how to disrupt 
what has already been kind of done in the photography industry, usually by men. Um, Cause there's just been a lot of like really not ideal situations with men um, taking advantage of, of women and models. And like, I think that just kind of creates like this sort of dynamic that is not what I wanted to perpetuate. So yeah, now it's really been about like consciously bringing in, um, being more conscious about the whole process. So from thinking about how like a lot of like gig photographers use, it's just more of like, I feel like more, a little more of a transactional experience. So, you know, you would like go and you would see the model and then you would just be like, show up, take photos, leave, get sand in the edited photos. And so my mm -hmm. process, when I started to do is like, I really want people to collaborate with me mm -hmm. on the art process and the art direction process. Like I want them to have say in that. And then also I want them to trust me. So I don't want them to, just to think that I'm just going to show up and like extract something from them mm -hmm. and more be like, Hey, we're just hanging out like this, right? Like we're just hanging out and I happen to have a camera. Yeah. So that was like the way that I approached um, it now. And it's definitely evolving more. Um, but I think like, that's why I was able to kind of like get a really steady stream of clients because people saw that like love that I poured and intention that I poured into the practice. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love like what I see um, right now, I believe you don't have anything <laughs> on your social media. I don't know what's that about. You can tell me like what's going on in there, but I'm just like, you know, like from what I've seen, I really um, adore like your works and it really feels like intimate. Like I, again, like, I don't know, like what's your process is like when you do that with your clients, but you know, like seeing it from the screen, I feel like I'm like, oh, yeah, like I definitely like want to, you know, book her for, for um, a gig. And yeah, like everything just feels so intimate and personal and while being aesthetic, you know, like still. So it's like this good match. So oh, and that's the whole thing, too. It's like people don't think to like even allow themselves to get a to like hire a photographer to take photos of themselves because it seems like narcissistic or something. Mm -hmm. But Uh, what I really realized was like everybody wants to be seen everybody yeah. wants to have good photos of themselves or like photos that they just feel like reflect who they are mm -hmm. and like I think I I just think that I'm able to make people look really good too <laughs> yeah <laughs> that For is sure. like my that's and that's really what people want right like I think there's like that level of like um if you yeah like getting people in a really good space like if they're if they're comfortable with me then the, then the photo's going to be good like yeah that's just pretty and then also like there's like the aesthetic vision that goes into that sort of process but um yeah I mean you definitely desert your I love the photos that you have though on your website and everything oh you're so photogenic That was like a trial. Like I had, a, a, which is so funny because the story of that I met. Um, well, my tattoo art artists have like you know a circle of friends and like I met up with them at a cafe. And then one of her friends was like, "Are you a model?" And then I was like, "What?" And then she's like, "Yeah, like are you a model for a living? Like is that your work?" And I'm like, "No shit, like no, not at all. Like why would you think that?" And she was just like. I don't know, just like the moment that you walked in and just like your aura and your vibe, you know, is just like someone who is mm. like so used in front of a, I don't know, I guess like a camera and you can have the face for it. And then I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to, to 
to be like that 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 person so and then she's like well one of embodying her, it. yeah and then she's like well one of her friends is a, a photographer and she's actually looking for someone to kind of you know do some shoots so if you're down you know like I can arrange you with her so that's kind of where like that you know everything just kind of like fell into place so that was pretty cool it's like a star like you're a star treatment for a day like that's really what it is and like I think that it's like there's no shame in in wanting that for yourself you know like mm-hmm. I just think that's so it's like a core need for people to be acknowledged and like just uh lifted up for a day mm-hmm. <laughs> and like hyped up you know yeah so how do you feel yeah. about um doing this work like when you do it how do you like feel I'm usually really tired by the mid <laughs> um I love it I think it's it's really interesting because it's like it's like space holding it's like really it is a lot of energy it's honestly a skill to be able to like do the whole camera stuff and also like just talk to people like I'm just hanging out with them so that's like kind of like balancing that but it's just really gratifying to see like how people respond to the experience and also the photos like people like cry like a lot of my clients cry (laughs) when they receive them and I think like that's just like so gratifying for me like dang I really created something that like resonates so much with them that they would cry and receiving them so just like really yeah it's a really gratifying process and I don't think I really understood like how impactful it was until I started doing it and being like whoa this is actually like a bigger deal than I thought it was (laughs) did you ever Um, have those feelings back when you were working in marketing not really (laughs) I mean like I would no I mean like I would do events and stuff it's really cool to see like the event come to life or like you run you do a campaign and you're like oh wow that's cool I ended up doing that now it's live but it's like not like I'm really I'm not like like not like shifting I'm not intimately connecting with people the way that I get to do now Mm, Um, for sure which I'm sure you feel about like your work too right like being able to like give something like be able to provide some sort of service for someone that like impacts their entire business and Mm. like makes their life so much or like you know just enhances whatever they're doing so much like that's such a cool process to be able to be a part of for people yeah I totally understand like for me there's like this two branch of like what I do it's like you know, one is more of the client work agency kind of, you know, um, work thing where I, yeah, I support them with like launching their projects and products and campaigns. And then I, you know, like after doing that for a while, I'm like, this is not as sustainable as I want it to be. Like I need something that, you know, like drives me still with what I, you know, with my whole being. That's why there's like this whole like other kind of like the studio, I call it, where I do my own, you know, projects, you know, might be like the book or the podcast because then it balances out, you know, giving and supporting the community, but also filling my cup and nourishing myself too. That's how I found <laughs> like, you know, balanced um, with, I guess like, yeah, with the way that I live my life now. And so I want to ask you like, where do you feel connected and like the most balanced in your life? I think it's in rest, like in what I call the rest practice. Um, and I really have to credit my friend Alex Tamenya, who is really like been influential in me kind of understanding like what rest is 
<laughs> yeah. Like instead of meditation, I used to do meditation every day, like sitting on a meditation pillow, like in front of my altar for 30 minutes, like doing that sort of thing. Then I was like, I just stopped doing it. Cause I was like, this, this just like doesn't feel good. Like, I don't want to just sit here. I already sit in front of my computer all day. Like, why would I want to go sit on a meditation cushion for 30, 30 minutes? So yeah. yeah, rest for her is all about just no input. So like no phone, like no music, like I could eat and stuff and like, you know, obviously like rest, just lay on the ground or like walk around. You can move your body, but it's just like no inputs. So like mm-hmm. no digital inputs, no music. And that's when I really am like, wow, so much just comes through. I feel like there's so much clarity. And also like I am able to really just like recalibrate from just like the chaos of like day to day life. So yeah, and like get to like tune into my body again. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I just kind of in other parts of my life um when I'm working sometimes I can just like be really in my head Mm. um and always just moving from one thing to the next but rest really just allows me to slow down so I would say the rest practice is like critical so at least 30 minutes a day Mm -hmm. Um, isn't um safe to say or like safe to assume that you know this journey you know would you would rest and you know like spirituality kind of like stuff started to when the burnout happened because you know, now you're doing like tarot readings and, you know, like all that stuff. I mean, you, I think you mentioned at one point that that was not something at all that you would think you would do. Um, so yeah, like what, what was the shift that happened with that? It was like a level of feeling really unfulfilled, like at my job, like working so much and then being like, well, what is the point of all this? Like I, once I got that like creative director position, um that was like my dream Mm. so I was kind of like okay like what else is there for me to do here and it felt very like unfulfilled and I was like well then like I guess I need to like find out the meaning of life (laughs) like I thought this sounds really deep but I was just like like, what like I literally accomplished all the things that I wanted to do here I became I have the job I have the boyfriend I have the apartment in San Francisco I have all the clothes and like you know and then I was just like what like I'm still not happy so then I just knew that there was something that needed to shift because it was like if if I'm already here and I'm like 27 or 20 28 like I got like you know 70 more years <laughs> so I got I really like wanted to yeah dive into that so yeah it really came from that like unfulfilling really unfulfilled and wanting something and wanting like a deeper deeper sense of like of purpose and and happiness for myself and what does um I guess like my question is what does spirituality mean to you I think it's just like knowing that we're all interconnected for me lately has been really important to understand because the separateness and the is like what was really causing me a lot of unhappiness because that's like that cool like that also just like leads to like feeling really competitive or feeling like I have to like like look at what other people are doing and like one up them or like you know that I'm behind or something or that there's yeah this sort of like climbing some like invisible ladder to get to a certain point so yeah spirituality to me is just being like wow everybody has a gift lots of gifts and everyone is like really capable and 
anything is possible and really wanting like I think for me spirituality is understanding that the expansiveness of like human nature and that anything is possible like literally anything is possible right yeah yeah I agree with that <laughs> um, mm-hmm. were, you, were you practicing like any religion prior I guess I don't know no I wasn't um I grew up like my mom kind of like sh- took me to ch- like a Christian church that was a local Christian church when I was growing up a couple times I remember like being in Bible study for like a summer just because she wanted me to have friends and I don't I wasn't like the most social kid mm. um but I did grow up with a grandma who was very active in the Christian church very very substantial figure in the Christian in the um, Chinese Christian church in Orange County now yeah I would did not think of myself as a Christian or, or as a religious person at all. I actually, like, really rejected the idea of religion or spirituality <laughs> up until a couple years ago. Right. So, mm-hmm. And uh, your spirituality, you know, like, kind of more looks like connecting with your ancestors. Is that kind of where you are? Yeah, it's, lately it's been that. It's been a lot of... It actually really started... This is kind of wild, but, like, the spirituality concept actually originated from me reading oracle cards. Mm-hmm. I remember I, like, just went to the, like... I think I was just, like, passing by. This was, like, before I was into any of... Now I have, like, 10 decks. But, like, before I was just like, oh, this is cool. Like, it just was, like, a novelty type thing. I picked up a deck and I think it just sat in the corner of my room for like months Mm -hmm. and then I remember I was like having a really hard time with work and I was like I should just like see what this is about and I shuffled the cards and the card that I pulled like resonated so deeply I was just like this is weird I was like how is this this card like speaking directly to what I'm experiencing right now so that was like actually my first touch point with like spirituality it was like how is this like so on point and then like at that point I was pulling them every day because I was like wow this is like medicine Mm -hmm. and so I got like really activated to like oracle cards um and the concept of pulling cards and from there I think there was just like this level of like it was also like affirmation I was like wow there's something like bigger at play here it's not just like me on a floating rock like (laughs) it kind of felt like there was like that was like the confirmation that I needed that there was like a there was some sort of interconnectedness um mm. yeah wait was I did I answer the question I kind of forgot what the question was but I think like we're not yeah. really in the 3d you know what I mean like we're somewhere else like I forgot what the question was too <laughs> but I was I was gonna say oh yeah like you were talking about you know how this whole journey like started with how you were unfulfilled and like you were supposed to be happy but you're not and I resonate with that a lot because I, I don't I also don't practice you know um like any type of like religion I am Catholic on papers and for someone who graduated on a Dominican like you know school like it's it's a whole like thing but I wasn't yeah practicing any of that and I think I mean for me you know my journey with this whole thing um connecting with my ancestors and just like you know spirit guides and all that stuff really just like started when I also like hit rock bottom at one point in my life and I didn't have anything to like anchor in like at that point I was like saying I'm actually jealous of like believers they have someone to go to they have a church to go to they have you know this god to like pray to and I didn't have like any anchors like to grasp on and yeah and I'm just like really lucky because you know in my search for you know people who can support my healing too 
a lot of them are practicing <laughs> this type. So, um, um, yeah, so I, I just, I think how I feel about this whole thing, because of course there's like the commercial space right now, right? Um, online where a lot of people, you know, profit out of it and it's like this whole trend. Um, so, you know, like there's that feeling, but I want to ask you, like, how did this, um, you know, like journey with your spirituality kind of facilitate or supported you with the craft you know that, that you're doing right now because I know a lot of your care rest and nourishment practices um, also um, connects to how you basically work with your photography I think like um, the concept of like presence and mindfulness and like the no input thing like when I am able to like n- not be on my phone <laughs> go for a walk right like and be out in nature like that's when that's when I get all the visions that's when I get all the creative inspiration when I'm unplugged like if I'm constantly being bombarded with information I don't receive those downloads because I'm always just thinking of like what's in front of me I'm taking that in so yeah I mean I think that creativity for me is like just like a way of being too like I, I think that just like we're all always creating life (laughs) or always creating our reality so like there's that level like how I think of spirituality is like innately connected with with creativity it's just like a way of being like knowing that Mm -hmm. you create your reality and that like thinking of like life as ritual like how everything that we do with intention can manifest in the physical plane um it's just like sometimes earth is a lot slower than (laughs) than our like our minds Mm -hmm. so it's like patience too but yeah I mean I think like so creativity and spirituality are like the one and the same for me it's just like a way of being now especially with my art like and it's like like, photography is not the only medium that I'm working in and I'm going to work in it's I think it's gonna really it is expanding a lot more And I think that's just like why it's really dope to think of how creativity is like just a manifestation of of spirituality, of feeling connected to the unseen realm. It's like we get to get to create whatever we want. And like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take voice lessons now. Maybe I'll start making music. Like, it's like there's no limit because I'm like multidimensional. So it's really exciting. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know, like while you were like talking like about all of that. I was just like screaming inside because I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Like sometimes I would, yeah, like I would tell my friends the same thing. Like I would tell them. And of course this happened and, you know, like I felt the same way and I'm thinking the same way, you know, with the same like things that you've thought of because I also like paid attention, you know, to my rest Mm -hmm. and, you know, like the the rest practice and mindfulness and all that and when I you know when I actually like intentionally did that and um you know with my life I was like telling them I cry not because of my fears of you know whatever anxiety that I have like the worst thing that could happen or whatever like now I would just like cry because sometimes I would like sit and think like whoa like shit or like shit that I'm thinking right now are gonna happen you are not crazy. I do the same thing. And I'm like, wow, anything is possible if I follow it. Yeah, for sure. And, and then I, I don't know, like, do you also have the same moments where, okay, like that moment. And then I'm like, 
okay, you know, I have a backup to prove that this is possible because literally a lot of the things that happened in my life to actually is something that I once like, you know, visioned and even the bad ones, you know, like the bad things that happened to me. Is it just me? Like some, like a lot of the things that I also like had challenges with, I once romanticized about it, just like pretty bad, you know, I'm like, I should not, you know, I should not like repeat that <laughs> because like it actually happened in real life. So like, did you have like the same experiences, I guess? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, I do the same thing. I set up my, I dance every night by myself in the mirror. Like, it's, and like, yeah, and I feel like I've always done, okay, so I think this is all tying back to like being a kid. I was an only child. And so I just didn't have like a lot of other things to do. (laughs) So I would just dream a lot. Mm. I would dream a lot about my future and like what that would look like and like, I think it was really influenced by pop culture, right? Like Disney Channel and walking Nickelodeon and all of these shows. And they were like really glamorized fame. So like fame was kind of like on my mind when I was younger. Like, oh, maybe I'm going to be famous one day. And like now, you know, thinking about, about like my art and stuff, I'm just like, whoa, this is like anything is really possible. And like, I think the template for that, like you're saying was like, the fact that I was able to build a photography studio, just by saying that I'm a photographer, and like, (laughs) making it up as I go, like that is just proof that anything is possible. This place that I'm living in now is like, a manifestation of something that I called in. I was like, I want two cats. Like I want to, I want to have cats, but I don't want them to, I don't want to adopt them. And like, I want to live in Berkeley. And literally like a couple months after I'm, I met my mentor and she was like, I'm looking for somebody to, to watch my cats while I'm, while I'm traveling and I would love for you to move in with me. So it's just like all these things like constantly happen. I think like once you start leaning into that, like idea that anything is possible, it just starts to happen. And you're yeah. like, I can't make this, this up. You know, like, yeah. I don't, like even like you're, what you're saying, I remember you were saying about that too, like how you were like, you know, like thinking about your business and how you've been able to grow it abroad like that's badass and like could seem really far-fetched for people but like it's just kind of like just saying that you are gonna do it and believing in yourself and that like the universe will meet you halfway you know it's like both it's not just like oh I'm sitting on sitting waiting for something to happen it's like I I do it half and then then the universe can meet me at at the other half (laughs) yeah Oh my gosh, I'm so happy, like, because we speak the same like, language. Yeah, I wanted to ask because, you know, with, with what I shared, is there any particular moments, like, for yourself, too, that you were just like, whoa, like, this is really something that I've once wanted, but now it's it's all here, it's all happening. Oh boy, so many things. Yeah, I think it's like about the community that's coming into my life right now. Like I think even being on this podcast with you, I'm just like, this is so exciting for me to be able to connect with so many people that I feel like are aligned. Like I was listening to this um, podcast yesterday and they were talking about the concept of soulmates and how everyone that comes into your life is a soulmate because like there's so many people in the world right there's like millions and millions of people so that everyone that comes into your life 
is a soulmate because like that's divinely placed it's like everyone you come in contact with is divinely placed in this lifetime for your growth mm-hmm. and so I just feel like that's where I, I am now and they're all like everyone that comes into my life is just so freaking cool like you like everyone I'm on friends with on Instagram all of my type friends like everyone that I've been collaborating with all of my clients I'm just like how did I get this lucky like every time I meet someone that knew I'm just like like so curious and I think it's like I don't know it's I think it's a Gemini thing too but I'm just Mm -hmm. like I really am so excited by everyone that's in my life and Mm -hmm. I'm I asked for this. Like I grew up actually really isolated from from society, honestly. Like my parents, you know, kind of kept me pretty sheltered. So I think this is just like a product of me being able to grow up and like just like navigate my own life and like take charge and be like, yeah, I really want to be like a social butterfly, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and like just by be me being myself, I'm like I'm magnetizing all these people who who like I, I vibe with. So mm. that's that's something that I manifested that I just am so grateful for. Are you a Gemini? I am so I'm a Taurus rising, but the ruler of my chart is Gemini because mm. I'm a Venus in Gemini. I know you're a Gemini Sun, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That makes a lot of sense this podcast <laughs> being a Gemini sun. I mean, yeah, like if, if you also like see me, you know, in the social like situation, I'm just yeah. I'm so driven like by human connections as cliche as it sounds. Like a lot of the works that I do, a lot of the ideas that I have really just boils down to like, isn't it wild how you meet someone? And then they like their body literally holds and carry, you know, a totally different story from literally everyone else that, that you meet. And, yeah. And then I just like go wild in my head. Like sometimes I would meet people or just like even just like bump into someone. I'm like, well, I, can I fall in love with you? You know what I mean? Like, like that shit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes I would just like meet someone totally. like, in a bookstore or whatever, or, like in an event and you'll be yes. talking and while they're sharing about, you know, some sm- small talk, I would just look at them and I'm like in my head, I could totally fall in love with this person right now. Like, or, you know what I mean? Like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it oh my god yeah that's a gemini yes gemini as hell is all i gotta say it's like everyone is so special yeah like everyone has a story yeah and i'm so like yeah i'm fascinated it's so fascinating like for me so um i want to and i'm really happy that you have you know this whole ass like in a dope community that you once like wanted um but I want to ask like have you what's your thoughts and I guess do you still feel isolated at times in your process and where you are despite this supportive you know community around you oh yeah I mean like in the pandemic when it first started I was like really feeling I mean, this is like recent me having all these people around me who I really vibe with. And I feel like our soul family previous to that, like maybe last year, I was like feeling really alone. The pandemic had hit. I was on, you know, been in my spiritual path for a while, but I didn't feel like I had people in my life who got it, who understood like why I was so motivated to become an artist, to be, to, to just practice art and also want like on the healing path, you know? Like, I I didn't have any friends who understood that and why I was so, like, 
challenging. Yeah. And I think at times even now, right? Like I recently just got out of a 10 year relationship. So I mean, I'm getting used to being alone. I'm getting used to like the concept of being lonely and like kind of making peace with that. Like, how can I just be with that feeling of loneliness without shaming myself? Um, But that's like been, (laughs) I'm still working on that. I've just, and I also am just like leaning into it's just like, I really like to be around people. Like I really like to be connected. I really like to talk to people. So it's like balancing the whole concept of like rest and alone and solitude with like being really social now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the whole feeling lonely thing when COVID was is rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was rough. And like being stuck in a small studio apartment. So and everything yeah. like almost I mean, I think for you guys there you can do a lot more. Um cuz like for us here, you know, we still don't do like any like shows or you know like bars or clubs are not open so it's like still very limited for us here but yeah like I totally like understand the zoom fatigue as well like a lot of our connections for the past two years have been like online but also I realize now that things are also open up opening up for us do you do you feel the same because like for me it's like this I need like an adjustment period. Like even I, even if I'm like a social like butterfly and I find it easily to connect with people, you know, in person for some reason now it's just like, wait, like how do you do this again? Oh yeah. Oh my God. I remember when things started opening back up here, I was like really weirded out. I actually had like pretty intense emotional responses. I got invited to like a wedding and the day of the wedding, I like, literally like started like I had an emotional breakdown like I because I, I said I was okay with going and then I told my partner I called my partner and I was like like getting really angry at him like why I like I think I was making up some you know I was projecting something onto him and then I just started crying I was like oh my gosh this is because I haven't been in con- like I'm going trying to go to a wedding of like you know probably 50 people and like I had just gotten vaccinated too. And like, you know, I was just like not really sure about the vet. Va- I just didn't like I was like, I, what is going on? We have just been in isolate like isolated for so long. So yeah, it was I mean, it's still an adjustment period. Like I'm gonna go to a concert tomorrow. But you know, we're all we'll all be masked up and stuff like that. But it's just still like weird. It's still yeah. really odd. Yeah. To, like interact with people like and like things are kind of normal but they're obviously not so yeah I'm I'm I've adjusted but initially it was it was really weird for someone who I do identify as being pretty extroverted I was like not trying to go out (laughs) still I was like I'm gonna just integrate slowly and have like a couple friends first you know um yeah so this is my first concert I've been to in the pandemic. No, this is the second concert I've been to in the pan like since the pandemic. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Amazing. I miss I miss that a lot too. Like just, you know, live music and shows like that used to be my lifestyle <laughs> pre-pandemic. Literally the last yeah. thing that I was in before like lockdown was like a show as well. <laughs> and so I was like, wow, I miss that. And I think the last thing that I wanna kind of check in with you is your name. So we're going back to where we started. I want to, yeah, like, tell me what, like, what shift happened to you changing your name from Lauren to Midori. And what does that mean for you? This past year was all about, it was just like a year of change. So 
I uncoupled from my partner of 10 years and that relationship was like amazing. Like, honestly, I have like nothing (laughs) bad to say about it. It was like an amazing partnership, but it was like the ending that I didn't expect, you know, like I really thought that we were going to get married and have kids and like buy a house and like do like the suburban fantasy thing. Um, so that ended and then, um, I came out as queer. So that was like, you know, I, I kind of like came into my queerness this year as well. I also, um, moved, you know, to like out, I just moved to a different city. I really like was thinking differently about art and like what that means for me. And just like my, my whole life, like, I was like, wow, I really don't, like, I'm really free to do whatever the, the hell I want. So yeah, the changing my name and then also like ancestral reclamation. Like I feel like Lauren, I've never really felt that connected to. It was just like, okay, it's just a name. But like, I really wanted to change my name to something that I felt like one ancestrally like was playing tribute to my Japanese heritage. It's my middle, my given middle name, Midori. And also like when someone calls me that, like I feel like there's this like resonance in me that that wasn't there before. Um, it just feels like they're like, they, like, people are seeing me. Like, I even think like when I say it now, like when I'm at a coffee shop and I say, my name is Midori. Like, I just think that there's something that like people like don't hear it very often. So it's like, I just feel like it's just feels special. It feels more special for people to like receive me and, and call me that, that name. And it means, um, green, but like also like young sprouts and like young plants in Japanese. And I just feel like it's really fitting for like where I'm at and like, you know, growing into a new version of myself. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where that came from. And I think it's just going to continue to evolve. Like, I mean, I was like, this may not be the last time I changed my name. I might change my name again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and oh. Yeah. And it's Stay like, tuned. <laughs> I love that because honestly though like to be honest with you I think the pretty like the previous collection calls that we were in when we were talking about like the the possible like you know creative like mentorship I honestly like didn't know like how to address you and this is way back before you made that Instagram post about the name Mm. I just like I just like wasn't sure what to call you Lorian or Midori because I know like they both exist, mm-hmm. but I just like don't know. And I, I don't know like why I didn't ask anyway. Um, but yeah, and then like you came up with that post. I'm like, okay, like it all, you know, it all makes sense now. And it's all valid. I guess like I want to wrap up with the question that is, um, what are the new narratives that you are ready to write and start with Midori from here on? Ooh, wow. What a juicy question. You know... I'm really leaning into flow and following the sense of, um, I don't want to get too spirit, like, like spirit, but it's, yeah, it's like following God to a certain extent. Like, I just feel like I'm being led at this point. And I'm like, I don't, I just have to surrender and like follow what feels good and pleasurable and fun and stop taking myself so seriously. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what that's my future. More play, more fun, more uh just like being myself and like embodying who I always know that I've been, but I've just been too afraid to take up space. Yeah. I'm excited. Being Jade, being me Dory. (laughs) 
dating, meeting tons of people around the world. Thinking you fall in love with each of them. Radiating. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. And I actually like have one last, I promise, but this kind of um, goes back to when I asked you to introduce yourself. And, you know, we talk a lot about you know, you being, you know, an artist that you are right now and how that, you know, how much that means to you. But if we strip off you being an artist, and I know you mentioned that it's just a way of, you know, being, but yeah, like, let's just like strip that off, you know, off of you. Who is, you know, like Midori then? I think I'm very guided by love. Like, it sounds really cheesy, but it's, there's nothing else that I can really say. It's like, this and I love to me is like this expansiveness. It's like this really expansive feeling that I want to share with everybody. Yeah. And I, I really think that I'm just a product of my ancestors. Like I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. I am my ancestors expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. That's how I think of it. Like I'm my ancestors that get to like my ancestors through me get to express themselves in this lifetime and that's like who I feel like I am Mm, that's so good I love that so some questions yeah that's where we're going right now Um, yeah so if you have you know you know any questions for me go ahead yeah okay I would love to know what inspired what inspires you on a day-to-day basis? What gets you out of bed? What makes you feel excited to be alive? Mm. It's funny because I was gonna, I think someone asked me that, like what gets me out of bed? And as a joke, half joke, my answer would be like, oh, BTS. Like, definitely like, (laughs) dude, like my fascination and jumping into this whole K-pop train led me to a lifestyle that I need to buy merch and things and like ritual show tickets. And so sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I need to work and actually earn so I can afford the lifestyle that I want for myself. You know what I mean? Like, so I can keep up with the choices that I, you know, I made. Um, but, you know, that's the funny answer (laughs) to that question um partly they they are you know they are definitely like keeping me like motivated too and that's a whole conversation how also they kind of supported like my healing with my separation um but I guess I think like I'll circle back to what I said earlier with just the the visions that I that I have You know, like, I think coming back to being in a space and now that I'm pouring back to myself and being in a space where I get to actually take care of myself and love myself the way that I've always wanted. Um, Because I think for the longest time, I have, I'm searching, I've searched that, like, externally you know, with, like with my family, with my friends, with like vices and all that stuff, like a lot of it. And now it took me 25 years, but now here I am, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, like I can actually do that for myself. Like I'm actually able and I actually now have the capacity to fill that in and not so much, you know, attach it externally. So 
I think that is the main foundation of why I get up every single day because I'm just so excited to fall in love with myself. I know like that sounds so cliche, <laughs> like cheesy, but I'm always just like so excited on how I can treat like myself well this time around. I'm always just like, yeah, like I'm inspired by myself. Is that my answer? I'm inspired by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, that's the energy we're bringing into 2022. Like, let's not be humble. You've been through a lot. And it's okay to be proud of yourself and, like, want to hype yourself up and, like, know that. Like, I just think that's, like, such a, yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's That's something that you should be so proud of. Like, that's such an amazing answer. I, I think, like, the the way that I see every day now is, like, I'm happy that I get to show up for myself now in ways that I've always wanted and needed and you know it's it's a bonus that I get to nourish the rest of my relationships as well at the same time but yeah that's what (laughs) keeps me going and I always just like think man like I'm so cool like I'm so dope and like I'm so fun to be with like I feel that even when I'm just like with myself so I think like people need to, you know, like, see me and, like, experience me. So I need to, like, you know, get up and go out there. You know, I, I need to keep going. So <laughs> I think that what keeps me going. Wow. And thank you so, 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 so much for thinking of me. You're amazing. I'm so inspired by you. And I'm so juiced to see how this continues to grow. I yeah. feel it. Momentum. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for being present with me. And I'm so happy, like, we get to share this space. Like, I know we, you know, the previous ones is a lot more, you know, tender and gentle. And, you know, I just, like, love having our multidimensional self, I suppose, coexist with one another. That brought me so much joy and pleasure being able to relate and learn and play with multi-hyphenate folks and makes all of this less isolating. Again, thank you all for listening and being in community with us. I'll see you on the next season. Let's connect on the internet. We're on Instagram at Marjastani Studio. You can email us at hello at marjastanistudio.com. Subscribe, rate, review. We always love hearing from you.